Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Top of the world, Quar Wars. April the 22nd, 2020. I can't believe that we've been inside the house this long, to be honest with you. I really can't. I can't. Um, I don't even know how many of these we've done. I think we've done maybe four? Man, I'm so bad at math. But look. Today's Earth Day, and we got some great performers today. We got some people who are going to work you out, okay? We got some people who are going to show you art. We got some people who are going to make you laugh. It's going to be a wonderful time here. Um, I'm by myself here today. It's very windy out. Um, sunny and windy. Just sucks. I mean, I went for a walk this morning, freezing. Freezing cold out there. Roger, what's up? Cindy, what's up? I think this is day 46. I'm not really sure, um, but I can tell you what I am sure about. There's some things in my life that have changed um, since being quarantined inside my house, and uh, they may not be what you think. Uh, the first one on my list is in the last, what, you know, 40 days, I have grown to love hot sauce. Never liked hot sauce in my entire life. In 40 years on this planet, never cared for hot sauce, man. And then all of a sudden... Being stuck inside the house, my brother bought me some uh, hot sauce from New Orleans that was just sitting in there since my birthday for my 40th. And I was like, I'll try this out, man. And dude, I start trying the hot sauce. And I'm going to be honest with you. I am now a hot sauce fan. Okay. That's what's changed in my life during this quarantine. And I hope something's changed in your life too. Granted, there's some other things that have happened for me. I'm getting really good sleep. Never got such deep sleep. I'm talking about the deep sleep where I wake up and I got a crease on my forehead. I look like some villain from a 90s action film. You know what I'm talking about, Dad. I started doing yoga, too. Um, yoga, you know, I, I tried to get into it years ago, and I was really, I had a moment, too, where I was, you know, going to class each week. It was great, and then I just dropped out. But then the last couple of weeks, I started doing it every morning. I started doing what they call some vinyasa movements to get my body moving in the morning. And days like this where you can't go outside and it's... Um, you know, all windy and stuff like you got to do something inside. And that's why coming up today at 1230 and one, two friends of mine from Nordstrom when I worked there almost 10 years ago are going to work your body out good. Okay. You may not even need any equipment. Okay. If you got some milk gallons in the refrigerator, you might want to use them to get some pumps. But hey, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. All right. Uh, the other thing that's changed is masks. I joked with them. Um, someone yesterday on the internet about it, like, you know, I've been waiting my whole life to wear a mask, really. I've always loved superheroes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's very odd, like about 45 days ago when I was like scrambling to get all my supplies for this long duration of quarantine, I was wearing a mask. And I remember walking into this store and seeing this, this, um, this person, I'm not going to give the gender because I don't like to do that. You know, this person just gave me this really dirty look. Like I was doing something wrong for wearing the mask, you know, and now everybody's wearing masks. In fact, it's, it's against the law to walk into an essential business without a mask, which is just completely insane to me. Really. I mean, that, that we're now in this world, right? Um, 
with that being said, wear a mask, man. Just wear it, you know? If you don't have a mask, hit me up on here, okay? Send me a message on Facebook. My wife makes masks, and I basically am her um, scout for that. I hear you too, Dad. Mm. I've always loved coffee. That hasn't changed, but sometimes I have three cups a day. Not going to lie. Since the last time we did this, right, one of the things that's insane is that there's protests now popping up all over the country, okay? We've got Harrisburg, we got Kentucky, we got Michigan, we got places all over the place popping up, people going crazy, right? My thing is, okay, if you're going to protest, protest not going back to work. Don't protest about gay marriage or like stuff that makes no sense during a pandemic because you feel this certain way, okay? Stay home, dude, okay? Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Start worrying about you. Okay, look, I mean, like, even if this is some sort of fluke, right? Granted, a dude on Broadway lost his leg because of COVID-19, okay? People are dying, and if you don't believe that, then I don't know how to convince you of it. You know, I really don't. But what I can convince you of is that in 1918, they had a parade in Philly. Everybody got sick. Granted, there was a lot more people there than there was at Harrisburg's Capitol Stairs. But look, seeing that stuff on TV yesterday was very hard to watch. AJ, what's up? Former student of mine listening to the podcast. I just can't believe that people are risking their lives to stay. Look, I know you got to go back to work and I, I can only imagine if you're broke and you got nothing to eat inside your house, right? It's got to suck. It's got to suck so bad that you start to do drastic things. And when you start doing drastic things, you lose a little bit of who you are. You don't know who you are when you're out there with a gun in your First off, to another question, just is not even in my notes here. Okay, in the movies, they always put the gun, like you know, in the like in between the belt and the jeans. Wouldn't you just shoot off like your ass or private parts, huh? Don't know. But look, there was people on the Capitol stairs with AR-15s. Okay, they're upset, and they're going to get more upset. We have been extending and extending the deadline for this over and over again okay we we're like okay let's well, we're gonna be done on uh, easter we're gonna be done may 1st now it's may 8th it's gonna be longer than we think i'll have to take a look at that judah let me take a look here on the internet um send me some likes if you can see me on a computer i see myself on the computer right here judah so i'm just gonna get right back into it yeah i'm on that i'm on my cpu yep um yeah, protest, man. Just weird, right? Germs, too. Look, there's kids out there, right? There's kids. What's up with that, dude? Kids, like, at the protest with no mask on, senior citizens well into their late 70s, early 80s, wearing no masks. Makes no sense, right? And look, man, I wish everybody can go back to work, right? We all got cell phones. It's a shame we can't do jobs on our cell phones. Like, maybe write, like, a letter to somebody and get paid 100 bucks. You know? I just don't get that. You know what I mean? Like, we've all got technology. Can't we figure Wait, Granted, look, if you build houses, I understand completely. We also made money, man. I was saying this to my friend the other day. It's like, okay, yeah, like back in the day, we traded stuff. Like, <clears throat> you've got fur, I've got wood for fire. Boom, we're all good. Somewhere along the line, we got greedy. And I could look this up historically and find out when currency really started coming into play. And I think I learned that once, but I'm not in that not mindset right now. But I'm just saying. Why did we make this happen? Why did this happen to us? I, told, I said it to you last week on my show, the 11-11 show. It's because of globalization. We couldn't shut down. Um, I'm sorry, dude. I only have to hit you up afterwards. I, I, I can't um, suss that out at the moment, but I'll, I'll figure it out for you. Yeah, I mean, 
we, we need to figure something out for these people who are broke. Now, the stimulus check hasn't arrived yet. I mean, what's up with that, man? What's up with that? It makes no sense. And um, I just worry about like what could happen in the few weeks to come. You know what I mean? Like uh, it, it could get really bad before it gets better. Um, I saw a post on Facebook the other day from um, Mr. Scarpello, a new friend of mine that I haven't even met in real life yet. He basically said that the reason people are protesting is they're protesting inconvenience, not oppression. They think they're being oppressed, but it's an inconvenience for them to stay home. And I thought that was like, you know, very interesting, like thing that like we are being oppressed by being inconvenient towards each other by staying home. Like I, it's just, it's so crazy, man. And, um, I really, I hope that things get better before they get worse, you know? Um, in New York, the governor uh, is allowing people to get married at home, which I think is crazy. And um, I don't, I mean, like, the thing is, can you imagine, like, you had a wedding planned, like, for the next few weeks? Like, you've been planning your whole life for this massive event with friends and family, and then it's just to be canceled and, like, no way of connecting with people. I did see that there's a bunch of things coming on about, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, zoom weddings and stuff like that and uh, i would love to attend one if anybody would like to invite me to one please do um the thing that's crazy is um too on the internet even here in our local community i've started to notice that people are getting stir crazy without a doubt right they're all going nuts you know staying home not being able to find a way to keep themselves busy has got to be tough but you know what else i noticed y'all ain't got kids so what are you complaining about, dude? My son's not here right now. He'll be returning soon. It's hard to do the show with him. But when you got a kid, especially when you got a kid who's like under the age of five, it's impossible to become bored because you're constantly serving them educationally through snacks. My son's growing right now and he's eating snacks nonstop, man. And uh, I'm just thankful that I have something like that to keep me occupied during the day. Um, and look, if you're bored and you want to go back to work, I get it. You know, I understand that too. I personally have never liked work. Full confession right here for all 12 of you watching. I like work, you know, whatever. But yo, push comes to the shove. I'd rather work on something that I'm passionate about, whether it be a podcast or music or a screenplay. I've always wanted to do what I want creatively. And now it's finally happening which is crazy i never thought it would happen this way per se but i mean it's been a really good creative time for me i um i, I mean i play bass guitar i play guitar i play a little bit of drums and now i'm starting to learn the piano at age 40. um it was always like something i could like play like them bellyful but we hungry by bob marley on there but i never actually sat down and learned chords and now i've got myself a yamaha psr 11 and um i'm happy happy with something new to do you know um, in 15 minutes, we're going to have um, the, mu the music start for the day. Um, it's going to be very exciting. Like I said before, today is Earth Day. Earth Day, what do I remember about Earth Day? If you are somebody who went to school with me and you went to the Colonial Middle School, this is how I found out about Earth Day. Now, Earth Day is 50 years old today, but the first time I found out was when I was in the 4th, no, yeah, the 4-5 school. The 4-5 school over there in Plymouth meeting. The four or five school has like this like square like building and in the middle they have a courtyard. And if I recall correctly, like for Earth Day, we all did something where we we made like a like a earth ball or something and we threw it out the window into the courtyard. I have no clue. 
maybe if somebody who's watching remembers this can remind me, but I was thinking of it today. Like, what was that, man? But that was my first, like, you know, um, foray into Earth Day and like understanding the principles of like, you know, Mother Nature and stuff like that. I think one of the things too, where I start thinking about Earth was actually at when I was in elementary school, we used to do this thing called balloon day, right? Balloon day, we would uh, like, you know how like you do like a message in a bottle, you know, you put the message in the bottle and then like, uh, you know, you throw it in the sea. For this, we would tie a message to a balloon and just let it go. And the balloon would go out and then somebody in the school would get a, you know, a letter back in a few months. I think what they found out though was um, these letters were falling into the ocean and the balloons were getting into dolphins, so they stopped doing it because they became conscientious about the environment, right? Uh, I share with my older daughter's life skills dealing with unpredictable changes. That's good, Raj. You know, you got to be that way. I'm teaching my son, you know, how to collect firewood. It's great. We make fires when it's not so windy. Um, when I think of Earth Day 2 in my natural adult life, I always go back and I think about the time I spent in Yosemite National Park. And... Um, it's a goal of mine now at age 40 to take my family back there. I used to play there with my band Downtown Harvest at the Iron Door Saloon, which was about four or five miles from the the western entrance of Yosemite National Park. And I got to be honest, it's the most beautiful place I've ever been to. The air smelled great. The food was amazing. People were just so kind and friendly. And uh, they, they loved my band so much that they wanted us all to move there. Tom was going to take a job in construction. I was going to become a bartender. And uh, life was really good then, you know, and uh, I, I can't wait to get back there because that park, I spent a lot of time there. It was the first time I ever jumped off a really like big height, like rock cliff jumping and stuff. I was so scared. And it's also the first time I ever um, became dehydrated. I hiked um, several hours into the woods with Mr. Drew Reed. And we, when you go to Yosemite, you have to bring a bear jug. When you, when you have a bear jug, you have to um, basically, you know, lug this thing around because there's no way to put it. It doesn't fit in your backpack. You got to put your food in there because the bears come and get it, right? So we didn't have much stuff with this. All we had was corn, maybe about, I would say the equivalent of like four little water bottles that you would get a giant or whatever, you know, and uh, corn, potatoes, and a big old bottle of whiskey, right? So what did we do? We hiked six miles into the woods, drank all that whiskey, cooked corn and potatoes on the fire, Passed out, next day woke up, realized we've got no water, man. Completely dehydrated and we got lost getting back home. Never have felt that way before. I was, granted, I was hungover, but I was so dehydrated, man. When you're dehydrated, you will do drastic things. I think we walked for about maybe six and a half hours before we saw somebody and they saw the look on her face and the dirt and soot and they were like, do you guys need water? And I remember being like, yes, Grabbing that water and like drinking their whole like Evian, the double size one, whatever. They must have thought we were totally nuts. Um, yeah, so happy Earth Day to everybody there. Uh, Yosemite is the best, Mark. Uh, thanks for sharing that Post Malone, Kurt Cobain tribute that's going to happen on Friday. I'll definitely check that out. Um, I just want to take this time because acknowledging uh, times are tough. Um, somebody in our local community now who we all know um, suffered a great loss this week and lost... Um, his mother, I want to give a shout out to uh, Clint Gates and Country Hawken, Colonial Clint. Um, I'm really sorry that you lost your mom and I'm really sorry that you can't have a funeral for your, your mom with your family and friends and loved ones. And I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. I'm also thinking about uh, Atlanta right now. Why? Atlanta's going to reopen on Friday. Soft opening, you know, just doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, like a lot of people are very upset about it. Um, Obviously, it's the rush for money. 
We've talked about this. Money caused COVID-19 to spread because of globalization, currency. Speaking of like um, currency, money, and just entertainment, um, the thing that's insane is Rob, Rob Gronkowski is coming out of retirement to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. First off, are we even going to have football this year? If you think we're going to have football this year, give me a like. If you don't think we're going to have football, give me a heart. I don't know. But look, here's the thing. Is Tom Brady going to win a Super Bowl with Gronkowski in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It would be wild. And then if he won, if Tom Brady won, won again, would he retire? Probably not, dude. He may be 50 years old before he retires. Who knows? Another thing I'm very uh, interested in right now is the fact that um, Governor Newsom in California uh, has initiated this program called www.californiansforall.ca.gov and he's asking people to sign up there to find out how they could volunteer. I think that's great. I live in California for about, you know, give or take three years. And um, the people in California, man, they even when I was there in 2004, they've always been on the level of be like, yo, let's take care of each other, right? We need to do that around here. I said last week, if I found out I had immunity, I would definitely, without a doubt, go out and start helping people. But then, you know, it comes into play. Like, I wish my whole family was immune, you know, so we can get out there and help people. I think that's important, you know, and it just sucks that you can't help people, man. Like, I saw this old woman, like, walking down the street. I think I mentioned this before, but whatever. And, like, she was struggling to get home, dude. And, like, I just wanted to stop, give her an arm, and, like, you know, I knew where she lived, like, get her back home. And, like, that moment of realization being, like, you can't. You can't go help her. It's weird, man. It's a weird world, man. So, I mean, my hat goes off to people who are out there volunteering, um, people in the medical you know, industry right now who are bugging out, dude. Imagine like being married to somebody who's in the medical field and they come home and they got to disrobe all this shit, get in the shower. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a nightmare and I really appreciate all the people. I appreciate my mom. My mom works at the Einstein uh, hospital and uh, anybody else that's involved, you know, um, Kara Reed, she works in uh, healthcare. It's very difficult. You know, anybody that's even a central worker, you know what I mean? Like my friends, Keith, Kevin, they all got to do stuff for work, you know, and like teachers right now, man, I, I can't imagine teaching a class right now. I'm going to be honest. I mean, yeah, I could probably keep people company, but like following a lesson plan and like creating a lesson plan with objectives and all sorts of stuff. It's just strange, dude. I, I can't imagine. And also too, like, how do you like monitor, like how well they are receiving this information, you know? And I'm, I miss teaching. Yeah, Ron, I'll tell my mom you say what's up. I mean, it's so scary right now that we don't know, you know, what's next. They're saying next winter could be like an even, you know, crazy um, experience for us with COVID. And um, I started thinking about back to when I was a kid, you know, and when I was a kid, you know, I was born in 1980 and I believe like the first time I ever heard the word AIDS or HIV was probably when I was like five or six, man, like seeing it in the news and being like, what is this, you know? And I remember like thinking like, oh man, like, is everybody going to get this? You know, like it was a weird, weird thing. Oh, thanks, cuz. Mm. But the thing that sucks is that like, is COVID-19 going to be with us for the rest of our life? Probably, probably. It'll probably be around forever because it's like, it's just going to be part of the norm, you know? Like, 
AIDS was a terrible thing that killed a lot of people, still kills people. But now they've figured a way to, you know, to curb that. And I hope that that happens too for COVID-19. I hope people stay home and I hope that they stay smart, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like I saw this statistic that um, Liz Quinn posted this, uh, this, this poster that says the percentages of what happens when you wear a mask versus not wearing a mask. Somebody has COVID-19, they wear a mask and they're around somebody who also doesn't have COVID-19, but wears a mask. The percentage is very low for you to catch it. George Stephanopoulos, right? He's got COVID-19. His wife had it. There's pictures of this dude who's on the news in Good Morning America. He's walking around his town on his cell phone with the mask down like this. And when I saw the picture, I was like, George, what are you doing, dude? I watch Good Morning America every day, but what are you doing, dude? Does that make you, is there any validity in you being a news journalist saying that you've got COVID-19, but you're walking around leisurely from your neighborhood? Dude, you should be quarantined. It also makes me wonder how many of us actually have COVID-19 that don't know, you know? Almost all of my friends that I speak to um, here on Facebook or phone calls or texts, they all say that they have had some sort of symptom where they thought, wow, um, uh, like they thought that like they've had some symptoms. And now like there's all these crazy symptoms popping up, dude. Like the symptom that was so scary this week to see was the, the toes. Like what, dude? COVID toes? I just don't understand it. I really, it just, it, it freaks me out, man. Like that it's going to keep happening. And I just want people to understand that, look, if you're going crazy, I'm going crazy, man. Everybody's going crazy. We all got issues right now. We're all probably fighting with one another just because we're longing for that moment to, what, go to the gym, go to Menchie's to get some yogurt. Like, did you take that stuff for granted? Did you wonder did you not go to a concert of a friend because you wanted to watch something on netflix did you not go to the plymouth meeting mall to support the comic book store when it was still open did you not go to whole foods to get uh that extra bottle of wine you know like there's so many things where i miss but at the same time i'm also thankful for my health and i'm thankful that my family continues to be healthy during these times. By the way, I'm drinking uh, apple cider vinegar in my Avengers cup. If you don't drink apple cider vinegar, you should start. You feel good. Here's my wipes. So <laughs> this is how tiny my wipe bottle is right here. Is uh, We got it from uh, my wife's job. Uh, let's see here. It doesn't tell you how many. Oh, yeah, it does. 30 pieces inside this little jar. But hey. What's up with the Clorox and toilet paper too? What's going on with that, man? When are they gonna fill it up? They say this week, whatever. All right, look, in about five minutes, we're gonna have Josh Steingard. He's gonna come on the show and he's gonna rip it up, dude. And uh, it's gonna be great. Um, I'm very I'm very stoked um, for the whole day's performance here. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have so many surprises. It's just gonna be a great time here on the show, you know? And one of the things that, um, you know, I talk each week, right? And I got all these musicians and stuff like that, you know? And like, it's kind of easy just to talk. I mean, I have some notes, whatever, but like, I'd never like sing a song, you know? And I never like uh, play my guitar and stuff like that. I'm not a singer, okay? I'm a, a musician. But uh, today I am going to attempt to uh, perform a song for you before I turn things over. Uh, I'm gonna do my best, okay? I'll tell you a little backstory about this song. Um, yeah, we're good. 
uh, I used to work at the Plymouth Meeting Friends School and um, I was like, hey, you know what would be a good idea if I learned a song to introduce myself? So this is the song and uh, I hope you guys like it. Let me get my breath. All right, here we go. Hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence and book some pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Walk with me, Susie Lee, through the park and by the tree. We will rest upon the ground. Look at all the bugs we found. Safely walk to school without a sound. Safely walk to school without a sound. Here we are, we made the school all by ourselves. There's dirt in all uniforms, we're chasing all the ants and worms. We clean up and now it's time to learn. We clean up and now it's time to learn. Numbers, letters, learn to spell, nouns and books, and show and tell. That playtime we will throw the ball back to class and through the hall. Teach them what to have against the wall. Teach them what to have against the wall. We don't notice any time pass. We don't notice anything. We sit side by side in every class. Teacher thinks I sound funny. She likes the way you sing. Tonight I dream while in my bed. Silly thoughts go through my head about the bugs and out the bed. And tomorrow morning when I wake, you and I will walk together again. Why? Because I can tell that we are going to be friends. Yes, I can tell that we are going to be friends. Yeah. <laughs>